I'm Pastor Nick Monsma from Fresno Christian Reformed Church. This is the weekly cleanup from Sunday sermon, where I return to the topic of the sermon from Sunday to dig a little bit deeper. And today, I am talking about the sermon that I preached for February 28th, 2021. This was a sermon on Nahum chapter 1, verse 9 to chapter 2, verse 2. And again, this series is all about anger because Nahum is the angriest book in the Bible. But the theme of, of this text, the theme that, that I pointed to in the sermon was that God's anger demands an answer. Uh, as God speaks of wrath to those who are wicked and speaks of salvation to those who are forgiven, we all have to answer. We don't have the luxury of being able to say, oh, I'll think about that some other time. We have to answer, when is God speaking to us? Is he speaking to us about his anger and wrath? Or is he speaking to us about his forgiveness and mercy? Well, there are there are two things that I want to return to today. And both of them are things that I wish I had said on Sunday. So this is maybe the best use of the sermon cleanup when I can say, hold on, if I could go back to the pulpit and explain something, I would. So here are two things that I wish I had said. First was a mistake that I made. I wish I had not said this and said something different. The mistake I made was saying that King Josiah was the next king after Manasseh. You might remember that I was telling the history of Jerusalem and the southern kingdom of Judah, and I had said that Manasseh was king for several decades and had appeased the Assyrians and had led the, the Jews in the worship of the Assyrian gods. And then I said, the next king was Josiah, and he discovered, he rediscovered the book of the law, the Bible, and redirected the people toward worshiping God in truth. Well, what I missed was a king who ruled for just two years in between those two, Manasseh and Josiah, it was King Ammon. And um, so I just want to mention that, that in looking back at the timeline, I realized, oh, I forgot all about that little king, or he, I don't know if he was little, but his reign was little for just two years in the middle there. And uh, yeah, so I'm also not sure exactly how I described the timing of, of Nahum's prophecy, but it seems like Nahum likely prophesied either in the last couple of decades of Manasseh's reign, or obviously then during Ammon's reign perhaps, or in the first decade or two of Josiah's reign. So somewhere in that transition was when Nahum prophesied. So that's that, a little correction about the timeline. The other thing that I want to mention is something that I, that I think I forgot to say on Sunday and something that I had promised to say in our church's weekly newsletter back on Thursday. The thing that I said I was going to say in the newsletter was about how preaching happened in the early church. I said, hey, we're going to learn something about how the early church preached and when that email went out with the newsletter, I regretted it immediately because I had this sinking feeling that I was going to promise to say something, and then I was going to forget to say it on Sunday morning in the sermon. And sure enough, that's exactly what I did. I got so wrapped up in preaching that I completely forgot to say the little thing I was going to say about preaching in the early church. So I'm going to keep my promise now and come back to that. So at the end of the sermon, maybe you remember this. I, I made the point that the Old Testament promises salvation to the children of Abraham. 
What I also intended to say at that time was that sometimes people think this isn't the case. Sometimes Christians today say, oh no, the Old Testament, the promises in the Old Testament are, for the most part, promises for the Jews, for the, the blood children of Abraham. Uh, if, if you're not a Jew and you want to hear what God's promise for you is, then you look at the New Testament, some Christians say, and you'll find God's promises in Jesus to everyone in the New Testament. Well, this was an idea. This idea that the Old Testament was for the Jews and the New Testament is for Christians was an idea that was rejected in the early church. You can read about it in the book of Acts. This idea was rejected in the early church. And maybe the best way to see that this is the case, that the Old Testament is not for Jews and the New Testament for Christians, but the whole Bible is for all of God's people and the promises of God in the Bible are promises for all of his people, is to notice this. That when preaching happened in the early church, and you can even see this in the book of Acts, when preaching happened in the early church, preaching to Gentiles, to those who were not Jews, what were the scripture texts that were read? They were the texts of the Old Testament. So when someone got up to preach to non-Jews about Jesus in the early days of the church, they opened up the Old Testament and preached about Jesus from the Old Testament. See, that's maybe the easiest way to see that from the very beginning, the, the church understood that the Old Testament and the promises of God there in the Old Testament to the children of Abraham were about Jesus and for all of those who put their faith in Jesus, whether they're descendants of Abraham or not. So that's the point I wanted to make about preaching in the early church. And that's the cleanup for this week. You can find the links to the sermon I mentioned here, links to other sermons, and more information about our church at fresnocrc.org.